All right, good morning. How you doing? <clears throat> I'm moving kind of slow. Got here on time. Got here about 10 minutes early. Did my scripture short right on time. But uh, what I'm going through, I'm working on a project or a situation that uh, it's a 75 day project or thing that the Lord wants me to do. And uh, so this is day 70. I think this is the day, day 11 of 75. So uh, if you feel like, or kind of quicken to pray for me, uh, the scripture I'm asking is the scripture that says, uh, by reason of strength. You know, that's the scripture that says, uh, God has given man three score and 10, but by the reason of strength, four score, by the reason of strength. In that word strength is more than just a strong muscle that's not what strength is it's not like strength training you know in the gym uh, it because from 70 years old to 80 years old there's a great drop-off in the uh, or a great increase in the decay of the of the of the worldly body that we live in so the reason of strength uh, might have what I see into it more of a healing factor a divine nature of some sort that maintains life in the body and uh, it's kind of interesting uh, we see that in Moses we see that in Joshua we see that in uh, Caleb uh, we see that in throughout the Bible so uh, let's pray Lord I thank you that we can uh, have the three score in ten years and by the reason of strength we can have four score or eighty years and uh, some people live a few years longer than that. That kind of carries over to 82 or 83, 85. And uh, I, I'm seeing, Lord, that uh, I have the opportunity, I think, I'm not sure exactly, but what was felt in my spirit or sensed in my spirit or quickened, however you want to say that, um, is that I'll see my 90s. So uh, I praise God that you're giving me more time because... Uh, you know, because of my lifestyle of being a long-haul trucker, it's so destruction, so much destruction to the physical body. And uh, 40 years, Lord, and, it just, and it just, uh, I just feel like you're rebuilding me. You're taking all those four decades and throwing them out and rebuilding this structure that I have to live in. So uh, I pray that you do that with others, too, that are struggling in their physical body, their worldly temple that they live in and uh, by by the reason of strength yes we thank you for that miracle of strength that has healing and deliverance within it and uh, longevity and life within strength that type of strength of the King James Bible glorify you father we glorify you father let our life glorify you we glorify you too, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, for giving us the power and the ability to glorify our Father, which is in heaven. Amen. Amen. All right. It's very cold. It is like deep freeze. <clears throat> so that's why I'm heavily dressed and I got my gloves on. <laughs> Finally found some cotton gloves that I can use this Bible with. It's taken me a while to find them, but I found them. I had to buy a whole bunch of them just to get one because I couldn't find them anywhere. So I 
bought me a dozen of them or whatever it was in the case, 36 of them or whatever. They're only like 50 cents a piece, so uh, they don't last very long. They get holes in them really fast. So as you know, we are in the Sunday prayer letter. That's what we preach out of. So if you ever want to know what we're preaching out of and you want to join us in preaching with us, maybe not physically, but at a distance, you can subscribe to our Sunday prayer letter and receive that letter. And then right there in the letter, you see when the classes are that we do, you'll see um, uh, the Sabbath day that we celebrate. Well, at least I do. Uh, because the Lord asked me to, okay, it's not required in the New Testament, so don't get that idea. Uh, it shows uh, all the corners, like today, if you were on the Sunday prayer letter, you would see Wednesday at 15th and Pearl, and that's exactly where I am, at 15th and Pearl at 11 o'clock. And then you, in there, well, maybe not in there anymore, but it used to be in there, uh, a link to the website, the calendar, and maybe I'll put that in on Saturday. A calendar uh, that's on our website, our missionary website, that lets you know what's going on on that particular day. For example, today on the, on the, on the calendar, I wrote, uh, I may only last, I might only last one hour because I'm so dragging. I've been going since five o'clock this morning in ministry. I've not stopped at all. I've not sat down, I mean, I've sat down, obviously, but I've been working since 5 o'clock this morning. So it's 11 now, and I'm dragging. And um, I won't be home. I won't finish ministry today till 10 o'clock tonight. So my Wednesdays are very long days from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. So how long is that? See, it's five, that's 17 hours. Yeah, it's a 17-hour day. And uh, if you've watched the class this morning, I talked about ministry is not convenient ever and if it is it's just uh, an anomaly it's just a gift from God but don't depend on those gifts because ministry is not convenient it's not convenient to stand here on my feet and to talk to a camera and to have people watch me but I've gotten used to it you'll get used to ministry if you keep on doing it you'll just get used to it but in the beginning, it's, it's uncomfortable. Therefore, it's not, it's not uh, uh, convenient. So you stop ministering so you can be comfortable. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of caution in that right there. Yellow lights should be flashing in your brain right now. All right, so in the Sunday prayer letter today is this is the 247th letter. It's February 4th through the 10th. I mean, I have to do this because not everybody watches every single video. I, this is really important to understand this, okay? Uh, and the reason it's important is because the Holy Ghost has quickened me and let me know that this is important, okay? And not just to me, but to other members of our church, that this is important. Some of us, like myself, still are questioning, I mean, not questioning, but wondering what this means. What meaneth this? <laughs> That's kind of what's in the Bible. What meaneth this? We don't quite get it yet, but as time goes on, because so, we're going to be preaching on fire. That's the title or the name of the 2024 season that Gospel Evangelist Church is in and this street ministry, fire. That's the name of our banner, fire. 
and that's the title of our season that we're in. This season is a continuation of the 2023, which is about the Holy Ghost. So that's the what John the Baptist, John Baptist preached, that there'll be one coming after me that will baptize you with the Holy Ghost, that was 2023, and with fire, and that's 2024. And so the Lord told me back when I was planning the beginning stages of 2023, back in August, September, when I started doing my planning for the next year, uh, he said that 2023 and 2024 will be one year. Two years, obviously, but one solid year. One, one year. 24 months. And uh, I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> Not until probably two, three, four months into the, to the new year last year that I, I, I got it. Oh, you see, I don't walk by sight. That's what that that's that's what that is. I set it up the way the Lord told me, but I didn't understand it. it was not a part of my understanding. But it knew but I knew it in my spirit. See, I don't work for a church. I don't work for Gospel Evangelist Church. I'm the founding pastor. Yes. But I don't work for him. I work for God. I don't listen to people to tell me what to preach. I listen to God to tell me what to preach. I'm here because the Holy Ghost commissioned me to be here on this day. If you would have told me to go to another corner, because it's on my schedule, he would have told me. Okay? So it's really important to understand those bits and pieces. And when you follow the Spirit of God, signs will follow you, letting you know that, yes, you are following the Holy Ghost. All right? It's really, you know, and when those signs stop following you, then you better come to a stop right now and ask and pray, what's going on? Am I not walking correctly? And you, you'll either get a confirmation in your spirit, however God talks to you, or you'll not get a confirmation, however God talks to you. All right? So I get confirmations continuously all throughout the day. I don't get it just once in a while out of a clear blue sky, maybe just here or there or once a year. It's every day every day, many, 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 many times throughout the day. I get confirmations because I'm working as a minister. So I need the, and I'm stepping, I'm, I'm walking on the water, so to speak, spiritually speaking. And so I need to have my eyes upon Jesus and not on the water. So if I put my eyes, turn my eyes down from Jesus and look to the water, I'm going to begin to sink. And then Jesus is going to have to save me from drowning. But he would rather, because obedience is better than sacrifice, or giving, or whatever that scripture goes, something's better than sacrifice. Obedience and giving is better than sacrificing. So do I want to, is it better to keep my eyes on Jesus as an obedient servant of God? Or is it better to look down at where I'm at and begin to sink? Where Jesus has to say, I don't want to sacrifice that. I'd rather just be obedient. It's a lot easier to live that way. A lot easier. All right? So this week, this week here, our letter is called Offering Made by Fire. We are an offering, and we're made by fire. Fire. All right? <clears throat> so this structure here, man, I'm... Sorry, I just got to catch my breath here and just... 
when the anointing to preach comes on me, as every minister will tell you, it demands full attention. You can't be thinking about two different, three, four, five different things. You can't be thinking about lunch when you're preaching. If you are, the anointing is already lifted. But when the anointing is there, it draws from every part of your temple. And uh, that, I, so I'm, try, I'm trying to just uh, stay calm. <clears throat> All right, so this structure right here that I have, I don't know if you can see this, it's kind of hard to see, I guess, in camera. But uh, it's drawn out in the Sunday prayer layer. We draw this in church. We got a whiteboard last week to draw it out. It worked out really well. So here in the middle is a line coming down, single line, and it has the look of what we call an ampersand. And an ampersand is the 27th letter of the English alphabet. A through Z, that's 26, and then the 27 is ampersand. You can Google and check it out, it's right there. And it has a, several different uh, connotations to it. Uh, one of it, it comes from a Latin symbol, meaning etc. Uh, the ECT is in there, you can see etc. And it uh, means continuation. It also means, um, uh, it could also mean an and, and this. Uh, but in the 1611 King James Bible, God put ampersands in his text. He also had the word and, A-N-D. So he was using the ampersand as a indicator to the reader that what you're about to read is highly important and demands all your attention. That kind of thing. In other words, it's like a heads up. <laughs> More heads up, okay? All right, and then there's a crossbar here. I'll tell you more about that in just a moment. Then there's a crossbar here and it has a lot of X's on it. Each of the X's represent the scripture, these are all the scriptures here, that we'll be teaching on throughout this week. And actually, we'll be using the same structure all year long. So it starts on one end, on both ends. It starts on both ends, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> it's Jesus, right? Jesus shall baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So this represents Jesus. And so each of these verses come inward. From the first time mentioned, last time mentioned, the word fire. There's 506 verses in the King James Bible with the word fire contained within it. And so all these verses have fire. So the fire of these verses move inward to this symbol here and this symbol here, this ampersand, represents the soldier of Christ, fully clothed in the armor of God, with the armor of light, with his eyes upon the flaming eyes of fire, of Jesus' eyes. I kind of messed up there. And that fire comes in toward the soldier and keeps the soldier purified while the soldier is doing spiritual battle. How does all that work? That's God's job, not my job. But I'm, this is what the Holy Ghost gave us, so that's what we're doing. So we go, here's Sunday and Sunday, Monday and Monday, Tuesday and Tuesday, Wednesday and Wednesday. We're on Wednesday. So we go down to Wednesday, and that's Exodus 35.3 and Revelation 2.18.
So that's what we'll do right now. All right? Praise the Lord. Got through that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to explain things over and over again, especially on YouTube, especially on videos and sermons. Even if you're in church, you got to say the same message sometimes several times during the year because not everybody comes to every single service and pastors know that. And that's why you get the same message or the same sermon several times during the year. You say, hey, didn't he preach on that six months ago or three months ago or last month or last week? Yeah, it's because new people can, people don't come all the time to every service, all right? So uh, that's why I'm doing that. So for you guys who, come to every video watch everyone you think you think I'm repeating myself well I'm doing it for a reason and that's the reason because I want to touch everybody not just the people who are with me all the time because there's there's a there's a faithful group of people group of ministers involved in our ministry that partakes of this these sermons the street sermons and and uh, so they they know what I'm doing so Praise God for every one of them, man, I tell you. Every person that constantly watches all of our sermons uh, on, the, you know, on the video here, on the street, on YouTube, uh, is really a, a great encouragement to me. Because, you know, we minister one to another oftentimes. And your ministry to me greatly helps the street ministry and helps our missionary church, okay? It's just... And if you watch these videos and you're not making comments, the comment section of my, or our, my or our, uh, channel, we don't look at it as, thanks a lot, have a good day, buddy. We don't look at it that way. We look at it as a form of ministry, another way to touch people for heaven. Got the video, then if you click on that in the description box, actually it's the comment box, in the description box too. But let me talk about the comments. So the comment section below the videos, uh, we look at that as a form of praying for the person who made the comment. And it doesn't matter how big, I mean, you can just say hello. And, and we'll, we'll come back with a whole paragraph. You just say hello. We could have just said, oh, have a great day, man. Thanks for stopping by. But we don't do that because to me, that's not answering somebody's need. So we have a prophetic calling on our church. And so we pray over each person who comments on our sermons. And some people comment all the time. And, that, and I pray for every, every, it could be the same person commenting on every video. I do the same thing with them. I pray over, I don't answer their comment right away because I'm praying over it. And so I have a bunch of comments, probably a half a dozen comments still unanswered over the last couple days because I'm praying over, I'm seeking the Lord for what to say to them. Because every comment has to be approved by us. Because that's what we want to do. If we just let it all go live, then we, could, we wouldn't have the opportunity to pray before it went live. So you type it in there, but you don't see it because we're praying over it. We're seeking the counsel of God for you personally. And oftentimes, many, many dozens of times, we've had very strong prophetic words for the person. Now, we may not know you, personally speaking, or face to face, but God knows you. And we're not talking to you, we're talking to God. And if God wants a, a word delivered, well, we're ready. We're ready to deliver that word. 
That's in the description box. And then in the, uh, what's the other one? The, uh, oh, the, that's the comment box or whatever that's called, comment section. And then there's the description section, the, you know, the description of the video. If you click on description or more information or whatever that says there, you'll see that has a lot of detail. Now I know when people ask me, John, I can't get a hold of you. I don't know how to get a hold of you on, on my video. That means they didn't bother looking. And I, I struggle with that because are they really serious about needing to talk to me or needing to pray, me to pray with them? When all you gotta do is click one button below the video that you just watched and down pops all my contact information, our website, email, uh, you know, our address, everything. You know, plus there's a letter. I write a letter and a prayer in every single video. There's 1,200 prayers that I pray in the letter. It's like a little three or four sentences, just a little mini prayer and a little statement above that that I make a comment. I, you know, a prophetic comment. And I put that letter, that little mini Sunday prayer letter in every video. And no two videos have the same letter. There might be one or two. I don't know that. I think there might be a couple that don't have, for whatever reason. So I spent a lot of time in the back office, the back part of the video, the sermon here, that nobody sees. See? And I can tell that. So if you want to know how to get a hold of me, look on the description box. Okay? <laughs> All right. Enough of that. People are saying, yeah, enough of that. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't plan on saying that. So in Exodus 35, uh, it says here in verse 3, Ye shall kindle, ye, us means all of us, every one of us, every believer shall, well, this is talking to the Israelites. Ye shall, Israelites, the children of Israel. Let me say it that way, children of Israel. Ye shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. Let me read that one time. I really have to kind of get your ears tuned to this because the next verse after this in Revelation is really inter interesting. So it says here in verse 3, Exodus 35, you shall kindle, you shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. Let me talk about this just for a second. So on the Sabbath day that God set aside to be holy, that's the seventh day of the week. God worked six days and he rested on the Sabbath and he made that seventh day holy, separate from the other six days. So you don't do the same thing on the six days on the seventh. You don't work seven days a week. And, uh, but we do know now in the New Testament God did not do away with his word. A lot of people think that. We don't have to do that anymore. It's not in the law. That's in the law. But the law is not ended. It's finished, yes, by Christ Jesus on the shed blood of his, that he shed on the cross that day. It is finished. That's what he said. The word said, it is finished. So the completion of what God planned for us since Adam and Eve and really from the foundation of the world was completed. And now we're just playing it all out, okay? That's why it takes a while. Because, you know, God does things in, in forms of completeness. God doesn't parse things out to people. 
it's complete when God delivers something to you. If He delivers a message, He delivers a word, He, del you know, that's God. And we do the same thing. You talk to any artist in any genre, and artists often say, it just appeared. The whole song just appeared. I don't know where it came from. It just, there it was. Or, or a painting. I just painted what I saw in the spirit, in my, inside of me. So that's, we operate the same way, right? We operate the same way. Like standing right here, I see all the city of Boulder. I see all my corners. I see all the cities that I go to with my banner. 16 cities, soon to be 17. Soon to add the 17th city, not too far away. And so I see the end from the beginning. I see our church fully grown, fully developed, fully mature from the beginning, from the beginning. See, to do that, to walk that out, takes an immense amount of patience and endurance by the reason of strength, as I mentioned earlier, right? So here, they're talking about that day, that special day, that Sabbath day that is of the Lord. That's God's day. That seventh day is God's day, and it's not on Sunday. It's on Saturday. Saturday means seventh, Sabbath, Saturday, the seventh day of the week. And even today, Hebrews still celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday. It's not Tuesdays or Wednesday. I'm sorry, not that way, okay? So we see here that there's no fire in the camp on the Sabbath day. Why is that? There's more to the story than we realize. Hey, man! God bless Love you guys. Eat your Chipotle. Praise the Lord. Is that mine? This? No, no, that's not. Mine. Oh, gosh. Well, the way you're <laughs> handing it to me, I thought oh, you were... No, I'm just holding it up. Oh, okay. I told me. I'm fun. sorry. No, Apologize. Okay. God bless you guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Scared me. <laughs> Startled me. All right. God bless you guys. I thought she was giving it. The way she was holding it to me. I thought, you know, people do bring me food all the time, but I can't take it. God bless you guys. Thank you. Amen. You see, all these kids know me. I'm, I'm very visible in my city, and I'm not a hate-filled preacher. There's a lot of them out there, but there's a lot of preachers who preach a warning, but they preach in such a way that they know people love, they, they, they are of love. And, uh, and so, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> They all know me. That's the, that's the street preacher. That's the Jesus guy. That's what some, some of the students call me. They call me the Jesus guy. Because <laughs> I'm at many of the schools here in town. Not at the school, but nearby the school. Right? Right. Verse 3 again. You shall kindle no fire throughout your habitation upon the Sabbath day. All right. There's another Sabbath coming that we're going to rest in the Lord. And that's a thousand... Should I say that? Yeah, let me just kind of stretch a little bit. And uh, if this is not right, not according to the Word of God, then, you know, take everything to the Lord and to the Word of God. So there's a Sabbath day coming. And that Sabbath day that's coming is the thousand-year reign of Christ. 
A thousand years is like a day. And in that day is when Satan is cast in the abyss with his devils and Jesus reigns on earth for a thousand years. And we rest in that, uh, in God's, in the Lord's presence during those thousand years. Then something help, happens after that. I don't want to go into that. So the Sabbath is not ended. So anybody that tells you the Sabbath is no longer a part of our life is lying to you because God doesn't void out his law. He doesn't void his law. He doesn't just, well, that doesn't, okay, done with that, chalk it off and throw it out the window. His word is a living word. And in living is life and in life is eternity and is God. Understand that there's no death in life. There's no dead people among the living. All right. All right. So that's an interesting verse. Hope you got that. Let me read that one more time. Uh, Ye shall kindle no fire throughout your habitation upon the Sabbath day. Really interesting. That relates to that thousand year reign. It's really more there going on than you realize. All right, so I kind of had this marked with my track. Uh, let me, since I brought that up track, you see this gospel track? This is the one I use, and uh, it has my contact information in the back. So this track is, this, this is the most famous uh, gospel track that Chick Publications has. Uh, Chick Publications is printed over one, no, yeah, over one billion gospel tracks and have sent them all over the world. And uh, this is the most popular one. Now what I want to say is that our church has given away these tracks. We have purchased quite a few of them and we're willing to give them to you free of charge if you simply place them someplace. Hand them out, put them in phone booths, books, gas stations, just wherever. And that's all you have to do. And we'll follow up. There's our follow-up information on the back, but you can also write your own stuff on there if you want, it's no big deal. I have many people who write their own phone number, their own contact information on the back of these tracks. And what we're doing is we're giving away a, a solid, full case of these tracks. We're giving away a, a whole case. And uh, we'll pay, we paid, we, we bought the track, we bought the case, uh, we pay for the shipping for the case, and we'll pay for the shipping cost to you. No charge to you at all, not one penny. All we ask is that you deliver the tracks. There's no timeline on how long you have to take to do the, to do the, uh, God bless you, man. Uh, you know, the bus drivers know me too, I've had all of them. Anyways, there's, it gives me opportunity to preach when so many people know me. So even the police, I had all the police yesterday waving, smiling at me. I mean, it's just firemen, same way. So I'm very visible in my city. I hope you are. And uh, so the only stipulation, a little warning on these tracks that I'm, all you gotta do is contact me. You know, look at our website, like I described how to get a hold of me, because I want people who are serious. So get serious and figure out how to get a hold of me. And to get a hold of me, and say, John, I would like to, I, I think the Lord wants me to have one of those cases that you offered on the video. 
Okay, even if you watch it six months from now, we're doing this all year long. So that just this is not just a one-time deal. We're doing it all year long. And uh, these tracks right here. And uh, this is really important. I mean, the message is important, but preaching the gospel is even more. Well, preaching, uh, witnessing is more important. I mean, whatever. It's important to me. Be a soul winner. And so there's no timeline on how long it takes. We want you to pass the track. I mean, it could take two years if you want. It doesn't matter. You know, it could take three or four years. As long as you just keep going. Delivery truck. Keep going. So here's the warning. And this is very serious warning. So listen up here. If you're thought, man, I'd like to get those tracks. But here's the warning. If you say, John, I want those tracks. I think I can pass them out. We get the tracks to you. You open the case. You pull out a bundle of tracks. You begin placing them, handing them out, whatever. You, you really, for a long, long time, I never even talked to anybody. I just put them on tables and everywhere. I put them everywhere I went. I didn't talk to a soul. I did that for a long, long time, years, 30, 40 years ago. I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> and so the, the warning is this. You get the tracks, you start pacing them out, you say, oh, I can't do that. That's too hard, or whatever the case may be. And so you close up the case, you throw it out in the garage, or you throw it in the trash can. If you do that, here's the warning. It'd be better that a millstone be hung around your neck and you'd be thrown in the deepest ocean. That's how serious it is. So take it serious. But we're willing to donate. So every case has 1,450 tracks, has 58 bundles. There are a bundle of 25. There's 58, 25 packed bundles in the case. And uh, as the, it's, it's wonderful. So anyways, thought I'd say that to you. First, no, that's the first time I've ever done that on a street sermon, I think. I've done it many, many times on our class. But the Lord quickened me today to offer that wonderful gift to you okay and I'll so just to give you some heads up here so if you watch this six months or eight months or ten months down the road or in December of 2024 uh, our objective is to hand out to leave our church 30,000 tracks that's what we're praying for and that's what we're believing for, 30,000 tracks. It's quite an increase in what we've been doing, right? So in this next verse, let me go back to the Bible now. This next verse here matches up with the Exodus verse, 35, 3, is that what it was? Uh, 35, yeah, 35, 3. I heard somebody say, yeah, 35, 3. <laughs> Or that in the spirit. All right, this is a Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. Now, remember, now I talk so long, let me bring back to remembrance. So, the other verse, 35, verse 3 in, in Exodus, talked about no fire. You cannot light, can't build a fire on the Sabbath in your house, in your tent, on the Sabbath. No fires on the Sabbath, okay? So, listen to this, because it points back to another time. It points to the future. It points to the future. Every, God does everything from the beginning to the end. He's working both sides. Of, he's all over the place. 
hard to keep up with them sometimes. Right? So, uh, verse 18. And unto the angel of the church of Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? Jesus Christ. Who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. There it is right there. And his feet are like fine brass. Let me read this again. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. And his feet are like, the fine, like fine brass. So I'm going to key in on the words, His eyes are like unto a flame of fire. Oftentimes Jesus said, if you have eyes to see. Sometimes he said, pray, and he put, he said, he also going to give us eye salve. S-A-L-V-E, al-salve, eye salve, whatever that's called. Something to put on the eyes that would heal our eyes so that we can see in the spirit. And here, Jesus has eyes. Let me read it exactly the way it says. His eyes are like, his eyes like unto a flame of fire. His eyes like unto a flame of fire. So that fire that God told the children of Israel not to light those fires in the Sabbath because the Sabbath is of the Lord. That's the Lord's day. That's the Lord's day. When John was writing this, he was in the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, on the Lord's day. See that? Interesting. Jesus is the Lord's day. Jesus represents the Sabbath. And when you take a day off and set that aside, the seventh day, the Sabbath, that was in the Old Testament under the law, that was like moving into the future of revelation that would be written long time from then. Long time. <laughs> And it points back to Revelation, to the eyes of Jesus. Now, what does Satan want to do with fire? He wants to put the fire out. So really what Satan is saying and doing is he wants the, he wants the eyes of Jesus put out. And we know Satan does that if you look through all the martyrs like, that have happened. They oftentimes, they put the eyes out of the preacher or the minister or the believer, the Christian. And then they burn them up. They put them on the stake and burn them. But they first either strangle them or put their eyes out. The martyrs for our Bible. All those martyrs were for the King James Bible. Nobody died for the English Standard Version. Sorry. No one died for the Living Letters. No one died for the New American Standard Bible. Only one Bible that blood has been shed for. That's the King James Bible. And obviously, Bibles that preceded the King James, the, the lineage, family lineage, the heritage also. But after the 1881 Bible that came out, this is the authorized version. Satan came out, well, I'm going to come out with the revised version. This is an authorized, this is revised version. And that's the West Cotton Hort, corrupt Hebrew and corrupt text that all Bibles after the King James take from.
And those, that West Cotton Horde, they wrote that out of the Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus Codexes and a little bit of the Alexandrius Codex. Codex means big Bible, big book, <laughs> big book. And all of that is in the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church is what doesn't want this Bible printed. So the Catholic Church finally got into the Protestant movement with their Bibles to destroy the work of, of God, work of Satan, work of uh, Jesus. And that's what he did. And the Bibles that you read that are not King James all come from codexes that Satan authored and now finally got them into the Protestant church. The church that came out of the Catholic church. We're not Protestants, we're all believers and saints of God, but just as a generic term, okay? I don't label myself as a Protestant or a Catholic. So back then, there was either Catholic or Protestant, that was it. You're either Catholic or you're Protestant. Protestant means you, you prostrated yourself out of the Catholic Church, the mother church that has over a billion people involved with it. And uh, when people from days past called that church, the Roman Catholic Church, the horror of Babylon. And it's always been called that. It's not just new, it's always been called that since probably four or 500 AD. Okay, I, I'm somewhere in there. Okay, so once again, we see this verse here. Let me say it one more time. His eyes are like unto a flame of fire. And that's why I tell people, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep looking at those eyes that are like a flame of fire, as a flame of fire. It's so important. Don't look to the world. Don't look to yourself. Don't look down. Because that's what happened to Peter. He's, he's an example for us. What not to do. What to do and what not to do. He did both. And both of them made that part of the Bible established. And that is when Peter got out of the boat, when he saw Jesus walking on the water, and he said something to Jesus, and Jesus said, come. When Jesus said, come, Peter got out of the boat and according to the word of God, he walked on the water. He did not sink. He walked on the water. And then he looked down and began to sink. You see what happened? In the beginning, when he walked on the water, he was looking at Jesus, who was lit up. He was, because it was nighttime. And Jesus looked like a ghost, a lit up ghost to them. On fire, I guess you could say. And everybody else was scared, except Peter. Lord, if that's you, call me. And he said, come. They all could have got out of the boat, but because they had the fear of the world, they couldn't get out of the boat. Because if they got out of the boat with fear of the world, they would have immediately drowned. And Jesus would have had to pick them up out of the water. He would have had to do a miracle there. And that would have been a demonstration too. So Peter looked, kept his eyes on Jesus as he walked on the water. 
We don't know how far he walked or how long he walked. That's not important. What's important is he took his eyes off Jesus and looked down and began to sink. Where's another story of, another story relating to this is when Jesus prayed, when he took the five fish and the two loaves of bread, he lifted them to heaven and he looked into heaven. He looked up and prayed and blessed the bread. He did that several times. He looked up and prayed. When Stephen, another story, when Stephen was being stoned, he didn't look down, hung his head and say, woe is me, I'm gonna die. He didn't do that. He looked up because it says, look up for your redemption draws nigh or something like that. So you look up, keep your eyes up, keep your eyes up, keep your eyes up. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that our eyes are upon your beautiful eyes that are like a flame of fire. And that, as you look at us with those eyes that, that have fire within them, they actually burn the chaff off us or something like that. It's amazing when you look at us, we feel warm. We feel precious in your sight. So we thank you, Lord, that you have filled us with your spirit, those who want the Holy Ghost, and you've also baptized us with fire for those who want it. Those who don't want it, they're not gonna get it. Just like that. Those who don't wanna get saved, aren't gonna get saved. Those who wanna get saved, they're gonna get saved. Those that want, don't wanna to go to heaven, they're not going to heaven, Lord. If you don't want God, then God doesn't want you. If you don't want heaven, then heaven doesn't want you. If you don't want the Holy Ghost, then unfortunately, the Holy Ghost either doesn't want you or has a lot more work to do in convicting you. But a lot of people have hardened their heart, Lord, for the Spirit of God that you sent, the Comforter. They've hardened their heart. They only want a little bit, and the rest of it's all hardened. Lord, I pray that you soften the hearts of everyone that's a believer and an unbeliever. Soften their hearts to receive you, Christ. Receive Jesus Christ. Lord, we give all the glory and all the praise for what we've done on the sermon. I receive no glory, no praise. I'm simply a, an empty vessel filled with the Spirit of God as a servant of God. In your holy name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen, amen. All right, man, that's it. We got church tonight, 6.30 if you're in Boulder. Uh, next Wednesday, you're not gonna see this till tomorrow. Uh, next Wednesday, 6.30, we have our prayer. 6.37, we'll have one hour of prayer. And then 7.30, we preach the word for an hour, hour and a half, till about nine o'clock. So uh, get a hold of me and I'll tell you where we meet. We do have a building. Gospel Evangelist Church does have a building. We just don't do it on the street. Okay, we have a building. God has blessed us with a place to meet. And uh, amen. I love you, man. Take care. Bye bye.